back to the Two Bros Podcast. I'm Cooper. And I'm Nathan. Enjoy the episode. Okay guys, welcome back to the Two Bros Podcast. To start us off, Nathan, have you ever wondered why life isn't fair? Kind of, yeah. Well, I think I found the answer and I'm about to explain it. That's why the episode is titled why life isn't fair right so i think if life was fair you know we would all have the same amount of money the exact same house and probably no laws we would look the same uh, we would have laws uh uh i think there wouldn't really be like trophy hunting you know like all the animals would be the same there would be no homelessness which is good but everybody would just live the exact same place, same city. Uh, everybody would look the exact same. Like, you know, be able to lift the exact same amount of weight off of the ground. But I think you get the point. Like, you know, everybody will be the same. Like, skill level of fishing and hunting. And, like, and oh, everybody would also have, like, the same job. if the world was fair then we would all have the exact same amount of money do you think i'm right nathan mm-hmm. you're right yeah all right we are going to talk about what is your favorite hunting memory like your best hunting memory we already ever. talked about that oh sorry did i say oh sorry i meant fishing memory what's your favorite fishing memory Probably on my birthday when I caught a fish, because I did the year before, and now I'm going to make it a tradition. Try to make it. Yeah, I don't know how great that's going to work out. You'll probably have, like, a pool party that day, because, you know, your birthday's in the summer. But, okay. No, not on my birthday party, but on my birthday. My favorite memory was one that my grandpa told me that I did when I was little. And it was like I caught a little fish, and he, and my grandpa said, "Do you need help taking it out and like taking out the hook?" And I was like, "No, I'm okay, Doc. I got it." And then the fish spiked me and like flopped away, and I was like, "You dirty rat!" Anyways, that was just funny to me. And we will see you guys after the break. Today, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to be tying a fly while I'm talking and talk you guys through the steps. By the way, be sure to send us a voice message message through the link in the description of this episode. Also, we will probably probably add some more questions to our videos. Videos? Well... Whatever. Yeah. Voice episodes. recording episodes. episodes. Okay. Okay, so first you get your bead on your hook and you wrap the thread um, down the body or shank of the hook. And then... Sorry for the background noise. I'm just moving some stuff around. 
throughout this process. And then you are going to get the feather of marabou. I, I'm going to do an olive one today. And you're going to want to get a cup of water. Just get a cup of water to like get it wet so it's easier to manage. And, and then you're going to want to take the feather and take your fingernails to the tip and pluck out all the little loose, like, fluffy ends because those don't look good underwater. And then you're going to want to measure it out until the bend of the hook, like, from the bead and get that much sticking out on the tail. Also, Remember, if you can always trim this. Uh, like while you're fishing. Like if he's going too fast, then you can just rewind or replay the video when you're done. Thank you very much, Nathan. And then you're just gonna want to start doing loose wraps, so that so that it doesn't start like bending to one direction. And then you are going to want to just loose wrap all the way down to the bend of the hook, and then. Yeah, I'm almost there. Don't worry, this does take quite a while. Could do like maybe five, ten minutes. It's gonna take me longer than normal because you know I gotta talk through everything. And then you're gonna wanna wrap back to the eye of the hook. Doesn't matter for loose this time. Uh, I don't care about that. And then wrap, wrap right back to the end of the bead and cut off right there. Alright, you get a little bit of background noise. Um, let's see. Nathan, do you know where my scissors are? Yeah. you know where my scissors are? I don't. Can you go get them? Sure. Alright, Nathan's going to be right back with my scissors. And then we'll just cut it off. And make sure you get it. Make sure you get that feather all the way up to the eye of the hook. So that when you add your chenille on there which is like basically the body it doesn't like taper too bad all right nathan how we doing on those scissors they're, fine. they're up there okay guys we finally found my scissors now we are going to go ahead and snip our little marabou feather Remember, we're tying an olive one today. And if you don't know how to tie flies and you don't have any materials, then just skip it. Or if you're interested, just listen. It's all up to you. Okay, and then we are going to... We're going to take our olive-colored chenille. You can use sparkly... Wait, no. Actually, I'm going to take my little golden flash stuff that I got. At the flash shop, it's like really flashy. Might be called like pearl flash. I don't know. It's really cool though. And we're gonna take three strands of it and just cut it off of our little zip tie that we got. And one sec, it's hard to get exactly three. There we go. And then we are going to fold them in half. And we'll just find the midpoint right there. Alright, got it. 
And we're going to take our thread back to the bend of the hook. And get these little flashy things to go on each side on the at their halfway point. And then we're just going to tie those on. Tie those in, actually. And this just gives it a little extra. You don't need the flashy stuff, but I don't even know what it's called right now. Um, but I like it. It looks cooler, and I think it helps when you are fishing. Okay, and then we're going to keep our thread back here. Grab our olive chenille, or you know what? The, like, the color of the spot is completely up to you. I'm just using olive because I feel like it's the most effective. You're going to take about two and a half box wraps, if that makes any sense, of chenille. You know, like it comes on this little cardboard sheet. Tie that in at the back. Take your thread to the front, actually. And just start wrapping that. Wrap tight where it has the chenille on it and then wrap loose so it doesn't taper. Like wrap loose after that. Just so it doesn't taper because personally I do not like that. Alright. You're just wrapping it in. It should take you a good amount of wraps to get this in. But it's not a small material. And then you're just going to Take your thread and just tie that in and snip the end off. And then you're going to take your saddle hackle. Let's see if I can find that. Uh, that is also olive covered for me. But they're olive colored. Sort of running out. I might need to get some new stuff pretty soon here. Uh, pick out a good feather. With without a bunch of fluffy stuff, I don't like that. Um, okay, let's see if I can find myself a good one. Yeah. Um. Okay, here is a good one. And you're gonna cut off all this fluffy stuff. You know the fluffy butt end of this feather, if you know what I'm talking about, and tie it in from the thin tip right here okay I, t I tie it in from the front personally just cause um just cause it gives it like a backwards little bend or jeez oh, I don't really know how to explain it. it makes it look like a cone and I like that I don't really know how to explain it. Okay, and then you're just gonna wanna take really gent two gentle wraps right behind the bead. You wanna make sure that you keep them real gentle. Um so that you don't break your feather, because that will make you very mad. Trust me. I would know. And then take about three, four, five wraps backwards and tie that in once it meets your thread which is what I'm doing right now okay uh, that doesn't look quite right 
There we go. All better. You know what? Next time I do this, I should make a video, like, part of this, because I think we can do that on Anchor. Okay. And then you're going to want to, like, you don't want to, like, bend your thread through all the way back up so that you don't tie down. Like, you know, just wiggle your thread, actually, would be better. Uh, all the way down to the bead. <coughs> and then you're going to want to whip finish it. And there you go. You have your first, or whatever, woolly bugger. See you guys after the break. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode of the Two Bros Podcast. I personally think that this was one of our best episodes yet. Okay, make sure to send a voice message using the link that we will post in the description of this video. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.